Hello everyone and welcome to the Perfectly Unstable Podcast. I'm your host, Maria. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back. I am so, so sorry I was once again gone for a few weeks. Um, let me start off by saying happy Thanksgiving. I know Thanksgiving was just last week, but still, I missed it. I was supposed to post, I believe, an episode on actually Thanksgiving, but, you know, life got in the way and I was just not able to do that. But it was very, very fun. So the week before Thanksgiving, I had went over to... I went back to Grand Prairie and I had Friendsgiving with my friends and it was super, super fun. It was very, very much needed um, because right before that I was working, I believe I was working 12 hour shifts for three weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So it was a lot. I was very, very mentally exhausted, which is why I was gone the first time. Um... And then this second time, I I was gone because I just needed a mental break. And I didn't want to hop on here, you know, preaching or giving advice when I'm not even in the mood or in the correct mental headspace to give advice and be on here. I am a very firm believer that we need to take breaks sometimes, and it is what it is. Work will always be there regardless. Family and friends will always be there regardless. Sometimes you just need to take a mental break for your own mental health. And I very much knew that um, this season was going to be a very, very busy one, just because I don't live as close as I do with, like, my family. So I have to actually drive three hours to go out and see my friends and family. So it's not the same thing, but we're not that far apart either. So that is why I know that this season has been super, super busy, which I love. It's, it's, I thrive during these times. If anything, you guys know I am thriving and having a blast during these times. I love it. I love it. I love it. So as the end of the year is approaching, it is very, very easy to kind of get sort of in a funk, start feeling a little bit sad because you start asking yourself, what have you accomplished so far this year? And you start reflecting and you're like, why didn't I do more? I should have done more. Another thing about the holidays, they're just a reminder of how much time has passed. And, you know, Christmas comes along, Thanksgiving, New Year's, and you're like, oh shit, again, we are here starting off a new year. And you might feel like you haven't done enough. But let me tell you that if you are listening to me right now and you are living and breathing, You have done more than enough, and I am so, so proud of you, even though I don't know you personally. I'm pretty sure that you have done what you 
had to do to get to this point right now. Um, and around this same time last year, I was personally going through a lot. As you guys know, my mom passed away last August. So the holidays was very, 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 very hard for me last year. And all I wanted was just a change is what I needed. I needed a change. I needed something or I knew that I was gonna fall into a deeper deeper depression and I was scared that I wasn't gonna be able to physically mentally emotionally pull myself out of that dark hole again um thankfully a lot of things contributed to my well-being and here I am today a year later telling you that it is okay Everything will eventually work out the way it has to work out. And I am literally living proof of that. And I am so, so proud of myself for even making it this far, honestly. We all push ourselves way too much and we don't give ourselves enough credit. We don't stop and think how far we've made it. And the truth is, is that we've made it this far and it is more than enough. You are doing more than enough. So what really actually helped me kind of pull myself out of that dark spot was creating short-term goals. Um, I believe that, well, at least for me, it's easier to manage weekly goals than monthly goals um, just because life can change in an instant. So if you make a five-year, 10-year plan, just know that it's not a concrete plan because anything can happen, anything can change in an instant. So if you did not listen to my last podcast, I was talking about being in the present, like focusing on the now and just living in the present um, is what I talked about in my last episode. So if you haven't heard that, you should definitely go give it a listen um, before you listen to this podcast so you can get kind of in the correct mindset, if you will. So as you guys know, by the title of this podcast, it is called Getting Back on Track. I will probably be splitting this up into two or three parts just because there is so much to talk about. And this is something I'm very, very passionate about. Um, Getting your life back on track is just something I'm very passionate about. So I'm going to have to make parts to fully explain what I'm trying to explain, you know, um, to fully get my message through is what I'm trying to say. So first and foremost, when you're trying to make a change in life, you have to think about why you are wanting to get your life back on track why you are trying to do what you are trying to do is it because you want to take control of your life again or is it because you see everyone else around you start to get their life together are you trying to get organized are you trying to be healthy are you are you going through an identity switch um are you trying to start a business we all have something that we are working towards whether it be in your personal life your work life um we are always striving to do better. So first, reflect on why you are trying to get your life back on track. 
have your priorities straight. So have your priorities straight before you, before anything. So for example, for me, I was trying to just get a hold of myself again when I was working to get my life back on track. I was tired of the situation I was in. I was tired of feeling shitty. I was tired of feeling depressed, um, which was very normal, though. You know, depending from situation to situation, um, it is very normal to be and feel the way you feel. Like, your feelings are valid. It's not that your feelings are not valid. It's just that it gets tiring being in the same situation, feeling the same for weeks and months and sometimes years. Um, So once you have had enough, you will know and you're going to want to reach out for help and try to get your life back on track. So this is where I'm going to start listing the things that I believe helped me this year, along with a few other things that I'm going to implement to this upcoming year that I think will help me even more in 2023. So first thing is my environment. It is very important to set your environment and have it ready for your ideal lifestyle. Organize your space, whether that be your bedroom or an office, wherever it is that you are trying to improve in life. And also not just your work life, but also your personal life. You need to organize it. At least for me, I can speak for myself that I cannot focus if my environment is cluttered. If my car is a disaster, if my bedroom and my apartment is a disaster, that is a reflection of my mind. And that is telling me I am not okay mentally. I need to, I need to clean this up. I need to mentally and physically start cleaning up because I just can't right now. And... That is how I know I'm going through a rough time. And that's how you, if you know me, that is how I will know. If my car is a mess, if anything in my life is unorganized, it's because mentally I'm also feeling unorganized. I'm not grounded. I am cluttered. My mind is cluttered. And I need to close uh, the 175,000 tabs that are running through my head. So, like I said, environment is the most important thing on this list, I want to say, because depending on your environment, that is how you are going to feel motivated every single day to show up for yourself. Next thing on the list is who are you watching slash listening to? So for me personally, what I usually consume as in like TV or video form, I guess, um, is just TikTok and YouTube and Twitter. So Twitter is obviously, if you know, you know, it's literally just for shits and giggles. Like I hop on there to to laugh. Okay, like that is where I go to de-stress laugh, tweet, whatever, like, Twitter is just my safe space. Um, 
TikTok and YouTube are more also kind of de-stressing, but it is important to know who you follow and what are you constantly watching for hours on end, specifically on TikTok. If you're, you know, scrolling through your For You page and you're seeing constantly like just a bunch of negative stuff or just you know a bunch of stuff that doesn't really serve purpose for you it can it's definitely gonna affect your mental health believe it or not it's gonna affect your mental health you're watching you're sitting or laying whatever you're doing on this app for hours and hours on end and I used to be that girl I used to be and I'm not gonna lie it happens sometimes sometimes I get so caught up and I'm Next thing you know, it's like 3 a.m. and I'm scrolling through TikTok and I'm like, what is going on, you know? And we just get caught up in this loop um, of constantly scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, mindlessly scrolling, and you don't even know what you are consuming. Like, you have no idea what you're consuming and then you just, it keeps you in toxic cycles. So, you need to watch out for what you're watching and who you're listening to and what you're following so same thing this would be like a good example for instagram i guess um who are you following and why are you following them if there's people in your life that you no longer associate yourself with or you just don't identify yourself with why are you following those people even if they don't ever or almost never pop up on your for you page they're still bound to pop up on your page. You know, if you left a relationship or if you left a toxic friendship, why are you still following those people? You're just, you're kind of just cluttering your feed, if you know what I mean. If you no longer identify yourself with who you were and the people you used to surround yourself with, there's no reason for you to... um follow them or keep up with them you're not obligated to so that's why i say you should take some time and unfollow those pages that don't serve you or the lifestyle that you want anymore or just like i said people that you don't identify yourself with replace them instead of just unfollowing them replace them with people and things you now associate yourself with so you get to choose what you watch you know, um, for me personally, like, on YouTube, I watch, I don't even watch YouTube like that. There's, like, two main YouTubers that I watch, and they're both boss-ass bitches. Like, they are in their bag, and they have the lifestyle that I want, so that is why I follow them and I watch their content. Same thing for, like, instagram and facebook like i don't think people really even use those platforms anymore but i'm sure there is people out there who do unfollow those people that you went to high school with and you don't associate yourself with it is okay to unfollow them like it's nothing personal it is nothing personal you just outgrew the people from your hometown or you out outgrew who you were and it's okay it is okay to unfollow those people and never see or hear from them again same thing with friendships and family how are your friends and family influencing you 
I feel like this is a little deeper topic. I could definitely do a whole podcast on just this, but I'm just going to briefly explain. So your family, you obviously grew up with the, you're, you grew up in this bubble and as you were growing up, you know, your family was the one influencing you and everything when it came down to what you watched how you thought everything your family had you in this bubble and you were supposed to think a certain way and act a certain way but when you step out of the bubble you see that you're your own person you can grow and choose to do what it is that serves you and sometimes your ideal lifestyle is not going to match up with your family's values and views and that can be a problem because your family and you are now clashing instead of supporting each other and this happens way so way too often I can like I said I can definitely speak for the Hispanic community at least for myself for my family we all have different views but you don't necessarily have to take their advice or or you don't have to be in that bubble anymore if you don't identify yourself with that person anymore and a good example of that is if you want to like so like i said i can talk about this way way more deeper but if you want to Watch a short video and kind of, she kind of explains exactly what I'm trying to talk about is, I, is this TED Talk on YouTube. So if you go, go, so if you go to YouTube and you search up identity switching, how to change your life by making an identity switch by April Manson, 13 minute video, go watch it and let it sit. Let us sit and think about it because she hits so many topics that just, I'm like, it is so true. Like I said, especially for my family, we are Hispanic, that I can definitely agree with that. So go watch that very short video. But like I was saying, same thing with friendships. How are your friends influencing you? Um, you guys bounce off, depending on how close you are. Um, for example, me and my friends are very, very close. Um, we influence each other very, very heavily. Um, and I'm very thankful for that because, thankfully, me and my friends are kind of in a very mutual understanding of our values and morals. So I'm not constantly fighting or not agreeing with my friends' views. But it's also very important to have friends that kind of challenge your views and keep you and like let you have like an open mind about everything else. So I can say that I'm very, very blessed with my friends um, because we do have the same views, but we're not scared to, you know, have an open mind about other things and openly talk about it. So definitely... 
view who you're listening to on social media and also in real life with your friends and family. So sit back and think about who's influencing you and how does that make you feel. So another thing that helped me kind of set the tone for this year um so around exactly this time last year i want to say by the end of december i was starting to put my vision board together and i have never done this before like for another year this was the first year i've personally done this myself so i did a vision board and then i wrote everything down so I had a written and a visual vision board about how I pictured this year to go and just my main goals I set myself for. And then I separated those goal into goals into categories. So the different kind of categories I had. So the different categories I had for my 2022 goals was health, personal growth, finances, mental health, and hobbies. So five different sections or categories of my goals. And I think I'm going to post my vision board on Pinterest. Um, so you guys can see it if you want to go like have an example of what I'm talking about. I'm going to post that. And then I'm just going to describe how my list was so something that i am implementing this year in my goals list is gonna be that i'm gonna be more descriptive with my goals and i'm gonna add an extra step by writing i'm not only am i gonna write what my goal is but i'm gonna write what i'm gonna be doing every single day to reach that goal whether it be Anything, anything that it is, I'm going to not only write what it is or what my goal is, but I am going to write what I'm going to be doing every day to achieve that goal. So I'm going to read an example from every category that I wrote. So for my health, one of my goals was to have a healthier diet, which I very easily accomplished. Um, I started my meal prep journey in may and i have been very consistent up to last month it got very hectic at work so i was very thrown off of my regular schedule so it kind of threw me off there but ever since may of 2022 i have been meal prepping which i'm very very proud of myself for um okay a second example so from my personal growth section one of my goals was read a total of 12 books one every month which I did I have I think I'm a two books backed up so I have the rest of this month to finish and make up for that but I am definitely going to complete that goal for finances um one of my goals was to start my budget planner which I did and I'm very, very proud of that, honestly, because like I said, I come from a low income family. So budgeting and learning how to save was never talked about. 
or it wasn't something that my parents knew how to do. So I had to learn on my own how to do that. And I would say as a beginner, I am very proud of how far I've come. So yeah, for my mental health section, one of my goals was doing self-care that makes me feel good. And that was either having more days, adding more days of self-care for myself, whether it be actually pampering myself or if it was just taking, excuse me, or if it was just like taking a day off and sleeping all day if I needed to. So considering my mental health more this year, which I also accomplished. Lastly, for my hobbies, one of my hobbies that I listed to start this year was podcasting, which if you're listening to this, I am very much doing that. Um, it did take me a while to fully like create my page and start recording, but I did it and I'm proud of myself for that as well. So creating a vision board is very, very important. I highly, highly suggest you do that. It is just, I didn't know how much it would help me stay on track the whole year. And one thing as well that I'm going to try to do this year, well, I'm not going to try, I am going to do it. I am going to print out my actual vision board and put it somewhere where I can see it every single day. I have it as a lock screen for my iPad, but I'm not always on my iPad. So sometimes my iPad dies and I just shove it away and I don't see it for like a week or two. So I want to have my vision board printed out somewhere where I can see it every single day. I'm probably going to put it somewhere near my calendar um, just so I can see it every single day. Same thing with my goals list. I'm going to print it out. I'm going to type it up very nicely and print it out and just have it somewhere I can see on a daily basis so I can constantly be reminded of what I'm working towards and what my goals are because it's easy to get sidetracked or push it away if you're not seeing it every single day. And whenever you're creating your um yearly goals list, you don't have to have the same, you know, um, categories like I do. If you are trying to start a new business, you can have um, your own business category and write goals for your own business. Like if you want to reach out and have more network connections, then do that. And same thing with work, whatever it is that you do for a living, you know, you can add that onto your goals list or if you're trying to get back to school then add that add us add a category for school um those were just the list that or the categories i had for 2022 um probably the one for 2023 is going to be a little different i might have different categories i might add categories i might take away categories or i'll combine them whatever it is but i would highly suggest to make a list and a vision board and if you do want more examples like I said I'm going to post mine on Pinterest which you can find on my link tree uh, on the show notes scroll to the bottom click on my link and then 
you can find my Pinterest. And you can also just search it up on TikTok. That's what I did the first time. I was just searching up vision board and it popped up. A bunch of examples popped up. And I just chose what I liked and what fit my vibe. So along with a vision board, I would suggest to get a calendar or a planner or both. So I have a calendar... I wish it was a little bit bigger. I mean, it's a pretty decent size, but I feel like I would like it if it was a little bit bigger just for like visual reasons. So I'm like a I'm a visual learner, so I like to see things on a piece of paper or posted somewhere. So I wish I had a bigger calendar. I might add that to my getting prepared list for 2022 um so it is like I said pretty self-explanatory um but getting a calendar and a planner and just in general making lists is a very huge for me I every every month I was filling out my calendar and weekly I was going in and writing whatever's going on that week like I said I work more on a weekly schedule that's just as much as I can handle maybe I can handle like two weeks in advance of planning but anything further than that I just cannot do my brain will physically not let me focus on that much time at a time so I usually set weekly goals that is what I usually do same thing with like my meal preps every week I go shopping you know, some people do bi-weekly gro- groceries or monthly groceries. Me, I can't. I just cannot do that. I go weekly. Every single week, I go buy my groceries, plan it out, and cook that for the week. It's just so much easier. It works for my schedule. So do what works for you. And so every week as well, I make a list on my notes app. Nothing fancy. Um, and I just kind of have a brain dump throughout the week usually like on Saturday or Sundays before the new week I just have a brain dump and I dump everything that I know I need to get done ASAP that week and that just keeps me in check you know like for example getting my oil changed I add that to my weekly list if I know that my appointment to go change my oil is on this day I add that to there so I don't forget because, like I said, my brain, I, a hundred different thoughts are going in, like, the same three seconds. So, I have to make a list of what I have to do every week because I will forget. I will definitely forget. So, we are approaching on the 40-minute mark, at least before editing. So, I'm going to go ahead and end this portion here um i definitely do still have a lot to talk about so i don't know if it's going to be just a part two or a part three as well i'm going to try to just fit it into two different parts i hate doing this i wish i can just put it in one part but like i said this is something i'm very passionate about so i want to go into detail about what helped me go through this year so By the time you're hearing this, it is December 1st, so happy December. I hope you guys have an amazing, blessed month.
I will see you guys next week, which will be on the on the 8th of December. Isn't that crazy? We're going to be almost halfway through December the next time I am listening. You guys are listening to me. So, um, enjoy the rest of the year. Do not stress out. That is what I am trying to avoid. Do not stress out. If you plan ahead, there's nothing to stress out about at all. So, yeah. I will see you guys next time. And last but not least, you guys know if you want to follow me on a daily, I'm usually on Twitter and TikTok. You can both find both of those on the link tree at the show notes at the bottom. At Maria T-E-S-F-A-Y-E with one underscore at the end. Thank you guys for listening.